ladies and gentlemen of the internet, this is the Game to Start podcast for the 15th of February 2022. My name's Callum. My name's Ewan. And it's the second of the year, even though it's halfway through February. Um, yeah, we take January off and then we come back and do this. Wait, yeah, it's weird because like, I thought that February seemed like a death month for video yep. games. And then I realised that it all happens at the end, not now. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how um, much there is. To, I don't know how much there is to talk about, but there certainly will be a lot to talk about, like next week. Yeah, next like, podcast. yeah, it, like February appears to have been where people moved shit to. So yeah, um, yeah, there's there's definitely going to be a lot. I mean, it's going to be weird. Like, <laughs> I think we can make this promise pretty concise, uh, decisively. If you don't give a shit about Elden Ring, well, okay, let me let me be, let me be clear. If you don't want to hear lots of talk about Elden Ring, this is very much the podcast for you because we do not yeah. intend on doing anything with Elden Ring except not... watch it from afar and go. That looks like yeah. an interesting thing. That looks like a Dark Souls game. That looks like a cool Dark Souls do. game. Yeah, there will be no discussion of Elden that's, Ring. Yeah, but if you want a safe space that is free from Elden Ring chat, exactly it's here because everybody um, else will be talking about it. But yeah, meanwhile, it is what Horizon Destiny and what was the other thing? There was three things. The Final Fantasy well, I know which one, Six I know, Pixel Remaster. I know which one you're taking and which one I'm taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought there was. I swear there was something else. You didn't see no Elden Ring. No, but I, I thought there was something else for us. Maybe I missed it. Never mind. Uh, um, oh, the so. the the Old Republic expansion, but you don't play that game anymore, so that's fine. I don't play that. Sadly, don't play that game anymore because that sure. game is really good. Um, yeah. Total War Warhammer Three comes out in like three days as well, but I'm not gonna. Oh yeah. So I'm not going to look at that immediately because I've got other shit I need to do. But sure, sure. I will look at that at some point when it um, maybe goes on sale or something like that. But but yeah, like that the uh, Horizon kind of stuck up on me because I watched uh, who was it was talking about it. I can't remember, but I, I saw somebody mention it and it was like, oh, this is the last week to or you. I think it was the I think maybe the official PlayStation account was like, hey, it's your last chance to or you can start preloading the game. I'm like, oh, that's that's hell in advance for you to be able to preload that game. It's like, no, it's out on friday <laughs> like okay yeah the sure. game's that game's out soon yeah, yeah. and we're in like, this interesting Twitch, position Twitch streamers and stuff have it like there yeah, yeah. there are preview builds out there we are we're in this interesting position right where because we record this usually like as today we record this on a sunday to go out on the tuesday and the reviews come out on monday <laughs> so yeah i can say quite confidently at this point i'm quite excited for that game that game might be trash. We don't know at this point. We've got no idea, yeah. But by the time you're listening to this, you will know. Um, yeah. Um, and actually, that segue, speaking of games that um, had interesting uh, review cycles, um, let's talk about Sifu, because I want to hear you talk about that game. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy to talk about Sifu. Sifu's great. Well, like well yeah, yeah, let's talk about Sifu, uh, because okay. that game has had an interest as somebody who has not played it yet because i've been waiting for you to yeah, to yeah. to show us really but um also yeah. like not could, everything coming out of that game confirms that that's not a game for me where that game seems no, you, you really difficult Seafood. it's not for you yeah um but it had a very interesting review cycle where it was it appeared to, let's talk about the game and then we'll talk about what happened during okay. the news um so what is sifu Sifu is uh, the latest game by Slowclap, who are the people that made um, hit game that I love that nobody talks about, Absolver. Yep. Um, the, uh, there's a video on the site of me playing Absolver. It was there really is. cool. 
open world martial arts fighting game. Yeah. Very, very, very cool game. Loved it a lot, but nobody played it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on my it's on my list of like games that people should talk about more, but don't. Yeah, it's on that. It's right there with like fucking Disco Elysium. Yeah. and um, it feels like there's like seven people who really love Absolver, and you're like two yeah. of them. It's... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 me and me on another account or two. Yeah, of exactly. You, your you, um, your Absolver sock puppet account. My, just, yeah, yeah. My, my Absolver burner account <laughs> just tweets about yeah. Absolver like exactly. every other day. Um, Territy, that's the other thing on the list is like oh, yeah. games uh-huh. we should talk about more. Yep. Um, yeah, so Sifu is their latest game. Um, Sifu is a martial arts based roguelike adventure game akin to something with the, with the combat styling of something like Sekiro. Hmm. That is the which I can say now because I've started playing Sekiro as well. But that's I can I I understand the lineage now. Is the okay. Thing. We'll so com- wait. Okay. That's a okay. We'll, come back we'll get it. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So you you play as unnamed martial arts student who watches his master get brutally murdered by these uh, toughs with various weapons and combat stylings, um, almost as if they were say bosses of levels, um, and it is then your or you take it upon yourself to then avenge your fallen master by going through various levels and taking out these bad people mm-hmm. um and v- because they do more than just like they killed your master they are also like criminal underlord and they make drugs and they do bad oh things sure okay um so you take it upon yourself to right the wrong and avenge your master um so the way that works is that every one of the the bad the 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 main bad people has their own distinct level and you Progress your way through that level, beating up various mooks and goons, and sometimes mini-bosses, until you fight the guy at the end, uh, and that's the end of the level. The The unique thing about Sifu is the uh, how it handles death and leveling. So, when you die, when you take enough hits to go down, you can choose to stand back up again and resurrect yourself, but you progress a year in age. Right. As that is, it is it's supposed to be representative of you, like licking your wounds and then coming back and doing it again. That's kind okay. of what you're doing. Um, every time you go down, the amount that you will age when you stand back up goes up by one. So the first time you go down, it goes up by one. The second time, it goes up by two. The third time, it goes up by three, etc. Okay. Um, and you start at twenty. So you go like twenty, twenty-one, twenty-three, twenty-six. So gotcha. Okay. Um, every time you kill a mini boss in a level, the the punishment goes down by one, so it goes from two to one again. Oh, um, interesting. Okay, and that ties into the game in a number of interesting mechanical ways. So, in every block of ten, so when you go from like twenty to thirty or thirty to forty, mm. you lose health but you gain damage. It's supposed to be. Oh, interesting. This is you gaining experience, to, basically. Yeah. So you are you are frailer because you are older, but you are more experienced, so you deal more damage. That is the. Okay. That's the that's the immediate mechanic. The other mechanic is the so this is a roguelike where mm. a rogue rogue light, I guess, because you have constant progression is the mm-hmm. is the technical term. You have a skill tree that you 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 gain experience as you're doing the run from like dodging stuff and parrying blows and hitting people and all the stuff you'd expect Mm -hmm. and in that you can unlock stuff that will give you new powers you can then also dump more points into that specific skill to unlock it permanently for every run 
So when you unlock it at first, it's available to you for as long as you keep going until you die. Right. I.e. when you hit 70 is when you die. Right, so, so a run is like old age is the thing that takes you out. Yeah, seven, okay. is, is, once, you te- once you tick over 70, that's your last life. Yeah. If you die when you're over 70, that's it, done. Okay. Um, the, way, the way it works is that then you can go back and replay levels and you'll start the level at the lowest age that you started that level at. So... Level 1, which is the warehouse level, you will always start at 20 because that's the start of the game. Right. But, but if you hit the second level at, yeah. like, 22, so you you'll to... always start at 22. Yeah. Right. If you can make it to the club, which is the second level, <laughs> uh, at 21 or 22 or whatever, you'll start at 22. Yeah. Um, the So the exit, the, when you permanently unlock something, that's it up, 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 uh, unlocked forever. For every run, for whatever you do, you will always have it unlocked. Um, the stuff that you can level up is gated by level. Or, sorry, not by level, by age. Sorry. So, you have five, t- I think it's five towers, like five five blocks of five abilities. And the bottom tier can only be unlocked while you are below the age of 29. And then the button above that is below the age of 39, and then below that is 49. And so as you are progressing through the game and losing and getting older, you are locking yourself out of the ability to unlock these skills. Right. But so you can dump points into stuff further down the tree earlier and hope to unlock it permanently. It's it's an interesting way of doing it. It's the problem I have with it is that I don't understand why it narratively makes sense. Like right. Yeah. Um, like, why does it? Why? Why are the the things on the lower tree aren't like more athletic or anything like that that a younger person would do easier? It's right. just gated for the obvious reason of you can't just have everything unlocked and whenever. Sure. But narratively, it doesn't quite track. The other thing is that you have uh, per run bonuses that you get in the form of like jade statues that are permanent. That are permanent upgrades to your character stats that exist for as long as the run lasts so again until you hit 17 die um there are things like increased health increased stagger bar increased um durability on weapons that you pick up stuff like that that is then gated by there's three blocks of them that are then gated by age xp that you gain and i guess damage that you deal or the points that you earn sorry that then means that you can only unlock specific things when you hit those gates. It's all progression that is gated by these different things. Most of the time it's age, but there's other stuff like score and um, XP that will then st- like stop you from upgrading this stuff when you hit a statue. Mm. So it's weird because most of the time when you get to the statue in the early game, you're seeing oh shit, this only remains unlocked until I'm 24. I should probably put points in this now because I would be able to later. And But then it, it becomes, that sort of thing then becomes the, how you style your run, right? Like that's the... Right, right. If you, if you, if you don't focus on that and instead go and do something else, you might be able to like find some other unique way of playing the game. Um, like for example, the, the, the one that unlocks on the Jade statue that is locked when you go past 24 is about weapons your ability so that kind of makes sense narratively to me where Mm -hmm. it's like when you're younger and you're not as strong you might rely more on the fact that you have a big pipe in your hand and therefore (laughs) that's how you get makes sense like that that sort of makes sense to me um so yeah it's really cool that i i I like the play between 
the age and how that affects how you're leveling this character and what skills you're unlocking. Um, some of it doesn't quite track narratively in my mind. Maybe there's something I'm missing, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool idea. It's, it's an interesting idea. Um, the game itself is super, super tight. It's like I'd expect from Slow Clap. The, yeah. the combat's really snappy, the animations are amazing and look really fluid and everything like gels really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like two forms of defense where there's like blocking that you can uh, like tap block to parry stuff that then leads your enemies into like a more of an exposed state, obviously. And there's uh, like precise dodging where you have a dodge that can be for attacks at your head and attacks at your feet. And if you dodge them, you get time slowdown. So it's a different sort of vulnerability, but you still get vulnerability. It's sure. So, you, so for and that's used for stuff like if someone has like a staff and they sweep at your feet, you obviously can't parry that. Mm. You can step over it, mm. and that's how you get your vulnerability in. Gotcha, um, gotcha. So, boss fights and like difficult fights become a lot more about patience and reading animations and being able to know what you're dodging and when to be able to then get in with attacks. So the way that it works is that. It works the same as Sekiro does, where enemies have a health bar and uh, like I, they call it posture in Sekiro, but I can't remember what they call it in this. Stagger, I think, in Sekiro. That, that makes where sense. There's health, which is obviously their health, and a stagger meter, which is like if you just keep attacking them, that stagger bar is going to go up and up and up. And when it hits full, you can immediately just execute them and they're done. Like that's the, you do like a fancy like flip kick maneuver and they just sure. go down and that's it. Um, so the game becomes more about, like, if you hit people while they're exposed, they take way more stagger damage than they do if you're just, like, repeatedly trying to hit them. Um, so you running in, trying to beat the crap out of someone doesn't work. It's more about you, again, being the kind of, like, the patient kung fu master of, like, waiting on your opponent to then take advantage of their weakness. It's like, wait until they do, like, a massive kick that you then dodge out the way of and then elbow strike them to the head or whatever it is. Um... It's a really cool way of doing that. It's not all just like parry, kill you, parry, kill you. It's about like waiting and reading animations and then dodging at the right time and stuff. Right, right, right. Um, but your opponents have moves against you, stuff like they do the the thing that they did in Absolver where limbs will like glow red to show that it's like a guard break. So they'll just completely knock your guard out and then you're totally exposed. Mm. Or they have grab maneuvers that you have to actually physically dodge out the way of because they'll just grab you and do whatever. You have to like physically move out of the way of that as opposed to doing the weird shuck and jive thing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so it, it, it is really, really good combat. That is what right. that game has. It's super good animations, really solid foundations of combat. You get... When you get weapons in that game, it is, it is stupid fun. It's very clear from like the styling and stuff like that that the people who made this game have watched a lot of movies yeah. and have watched a lot of martial arts movies and action movies because, like, you walk through the first section of that game, the, like, warehouse area, and you look at it and you're like, I wonder if these guys saw that bit in the raid where they're, like, <laughs> they're, they're like fighting in the warehouse where all the drugs are getting made and, like, people are getting pushed over tables and stuff like that. And you're like, this it seems really familiar. And then the fight at the end is against a crazy guy with a machete. And you're like, that's kind of like the raid. You kind of see that. Mm. Um, but you are doing like the Kung Fu movie stuff of like kicking up 
brooms with your feet into your hands yes. and then parrying stuff with it or like picking up bottles and throwing it at their heads and uh yeah yeah then you get to the second level and you start in a nightclub and you're like man these guys really like john wick didn't they like this is kind of yeah, yeah it's got that feeling and so yeah every single time you're not gonna see anything that's not surprising if you are well versed in action movies and martial arts cinema mm. nothing is gonna shock you in what sifu is doing yeah um you're going to be able to draw, in fact, direct parallels as I have being able to be like, that's definitely from that movie. I know what that is. Um, yeah, but it is, it is it is so good. The game is really, really good. It is, it's hard. It is hard. Like the, the yeah. a lot of the stuff came out they were talking about it being brutally punishing. I don't agree with that. It's not super brutal. It is hard. But if you're in any way versed in like, Carrying mechanics in video games or like dodging or like anything like that you'll you'll make it like mm. you'll be fine like i got through the first level and beat the first boss and i only aged to like 28 or something like that right right it's not that bad like it's it's, it's fine it's manageable but it is hard like it's not the easiest how thing in the world. how long is like a start to finish have you finished it like have you sorry no not finished have you completed a run no, so I've not gotten to the last level. Yet. Okay, so I'm on the I am on the third level. The end of the third level is where I've gotten to. Okay, so how long would you think like an end? Do you know how far through the run that is? I guess about half. I think it's five levels or six five, levels. Okay, so how long has it taken you to get to the end of the third level? I mean, sorry, that's not what I meant. So that's not what I meant. If how I were, long? How yeah, long? How were, long is a run up to the end of the third yeah. level? So if you start if you start at level one and then try and get to the end. Levels are like fifteen minutes. Okay. So maybe like an hour, maybe okay. just over an hour, something sure. like that. That's fine. Um, okay. But you're obviously doing it in bite-sized chunks because yes. what I did was you beat level one, saw level two, but I started level two at age twenty-eight. So you do one again to try and get it. At so I went back to yeah, exactly. Went back to one, beat one again, and ended it at twenty-two then could turn up at level 2 at 22. Right. I still don't have a lot of stuff unlocked, but you gain more XP for doing it in the harder level, so I was so, using that to upgrade the guy. So if you... Did you say you can start at level 2 at the lowest level, at the lowest yes. age you were, but you don't whatever, get... You obviously the don't lowest get, age you started at. But you obviously don't get experience for if you'd started from scratch, right? No, but the, the thing that you'll have is the things that you've unlocked. The permanent unlocks you've done. So the, okay. the moves that you've unlocked permanently, you will right. keep... Um, you okay. won't have the benefit of the jade statues that you find in level one. Yeah, but you will have whatever permanent moves you've unlocked. Um, mm. The moves, the moves themselves, they have a really cool. There's a lot of. Um, they don't do a lot of moves that are just like straight upgrade of like this is a punch that does more damage. It's mm. all moves that are used for specific situations. Yes, where it's like. You, we have unlocked, so you have this special move that if you hold left trigger, you get like a wheel of activatable moves that are just like immediate animations that you do a thing. So the the first thing, the, the first one you get for free is like an eye strike. So you mm-hmm. basically like chop them in the head and it stuns them and puts them into a stagger state that you you spend resource that you gain just by doing stuff. It's like a bar that you've got at the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. You upgrade more of them but they are specific use cases. So the next one on the first tree is like, if you're holding a staff weapon, you can do this special move that is like a big sweep that hits multiple opponents. So you like, you fling it around your head and hit everybody around you. So it's not like a, 
we unlock this move that makes your staff better is like if you're getting surrounded by mooks you can do this and sweep them out is that a term um, they use mooks no yeah. it's just what i use okay great sorry it's the fact you mentioned it twice it's, 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 like, it's the it's it's the it's like the general like movie henchman what? bad guy that goes in and gets punched once in an art a martial arts yeah game goes the, down the italian american like yes the italian american yeah, 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 henchman yeah. yes okay got only you. this time only here it's like china so it's like sure okay people in pe- martial arts movies extras like yeah yeah go, sure sure they sure. go in and they get kicked and then go down and that's it um yeah so you've got a bunch of that and then like your your actual like your martial arts moves are like again also like specific so it's not like we upgraded your kicks, we upgraded your punches. It's like, here's a combo that you can do that will do this one specific thing. Or here's a thing that you can do that is like, mid-combo, you can hit these two buttons to get a sweep. And if you're if they're like blocking consistently, you can sweep and stuff like that. Mm. Very much made by the people that made Absolver yeah. to understand what counterplay is and how counterplay works in a fight. Sure. Of like, you know what to do to counter your opponent and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very impressive thing. And... It it's so it's it's really fun to sit and play, but mm. it is very hard, and it looks really great as well. They have the like the it's like the Absolver style where it's all painterly, but it doesn't yes. have the harsh black lines around it. It's all very blended. Yeah, it looks um, really, it looks really nice. I think that's the thing I kind of want to see is I want to see what like stylistically what they they do with that game because a yeah, lot of the trailers the looks so that, very the, good. The, the level two specifically has a big like visual change and stuff like that that is really really striking it looks really really cool um so i can sh- I, if we do a video on this which yeah, we should. Should, I should show off level two um but the thing that is the, the thing that is impressive about that game the most in terms of its visuals is the animations they are all super fluid super amazing look real like when people do it's not like you're not getting weird stuff where people are like tracking to you with kicks or whatever. Like if they yeah. whiff a kick, they'll whiff it and they'll do it in like a human way. Sure. So looks brilliant. Like it looks super, super good. It looks like a real fight and like a martial arts movie that people would do. Mm. Um, yeah. Game's great. Seafood's really, really good. I'm going to sit and play more of it as much as I can. But cool. yeah, it's really, really great game. Cool. Um, I don't know if you want to, want to talk about the review stuff. Yeah, it's been an interesting... It's been an interesting thing watching it where there's been a couple of things recently. I think between the I think it was the same week that this hit that there was some discourse around the I think it's the new critical role campaign as well. Yes. Which season three, yeah. Yeah, which which had some had some kind of similar overtones, but like it was one of those things where like it slowly and surely it does feel like we can have conversations about stuff that it, that we like that is we can be critical of things that we like. And I think that's important. Where like Sifu is Sifu sounds like a good, it sounds like the game that you wanted it to be, but we can still come out here and be like, yo, it's the fact that this was like it's it's so like so this kind of started for me when I started seeing the the tweets go by for the review kits for Sifu going out to press. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was like it came in this box, and I kind of I, I wish I could find the original tweet. I can't find it, but it was like somebody listing all of the stuff that was in that box, and it's like this is Chinese, this is Japanese, this is a weird tourist, like yeah, not yeah. Pro, like was not as authentic as you were hoping, and then. When you actually, so I'm basically I'm going to link to the there was a Verge piece on Sifu that is actually quite good, and all I end up doing is reiterating a bunch of stuff in there. But um, 
it was interesting to see that like this game is getting quite well received in china um Mm -hmm. but it's being received apparently it appears to be being received well in china because it's like hey look at these westerners doing kung fu movies right because it's it's a french studio right yeah it's a very you get the feeling like i said you get a feeling that this is a game made by people who watch a lot of movies yeah and it it comes through like really strong like so it's like not yeah the the quote here from pierre tarno who's the co-founder executive director of the game we shared a love for mar- martial arts action movies ranging all the way from old bruce lee movies to 80s and 80s jackie chan movies donnie yen and contemporary yeah. movies like the raid we were like okay yes. let's do a game that's a love letter to that cinema which we deeply love um and it was uh, yeah and like right, to be right to be fair to those guys it is that. I understand it sounds that. like it is that. Having, having, having reverence for that sort of martial arts movie, like the, the 90s Jackie Chan stuff, The Raid, like Bruce Lee, all that stuff, they're all great. Like, yeah. They're all fantastic movies and they've done exactly that. They have done reverence to that sort of martial arts movie in a video game form. Yes. 100% achieved. It appears that. like, yes, that appears to be what they've done. Um, And yeah, and it was, yeah, I, I mean, I, I will just link to the Verge article because that basically says everything I'm, I want to say about it. But like, it's interesting to see that, like, the the fact that it's being quite well received in China is not, it's, it kind of underlines the point where, like, if you're in China looking at this game, you can go, oh, look at the, this French team did a decent job of doing 80s kung fu movies. That's cool. And then I can turn away from that and consume a bunch more content that is produced by inside China for Chinese people. Whereas yeah, if you're in yeah. the West, what you have is a game produced by a French team. If you, Yeah, produced by a French team and like you don't get that level of production value from a game that was... Like Genshin Impact is about the only game, Chinese game with like reasonably large budgets that's made it over here, right? Like exclusively Chinese games. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing that they're missing. Like when you get these scraps, or I think this is kind of what the, the Verge article is implying is like when you get these scraps of representation, like it's really a problem when it's not yeah. it's not come from. Like even the, the their motion capture guy that they've got is a French guy who has trained with the the yeah the leaders of that kind of stuff. And you're like, like I can see the point. I highly recommend the read. I'll link it in the article and for this, but it's a, it's well worth a read to kind of lay out a lot of this stuff. But it's interesting to see it. It's not put the instant reaction to like stop complaining about these games and let people what's the what's the fucking comic that has turned let people like stuff, whatever the name of that fucking I let people let people enjoy things. Like we're now I feel like we're slowly getting towards the stage of like we can be critical of things that we like and that's fine. And oh no, that's of course part of yeah, this. you sh- you should yeah. be critical of things that you like. Like it's not that's not a bad thing. You're not As, saying it's bad by being critical. Exactly. Of As somebody who is playing through fucking Cyberpunk for the second time, a game that has pretty severe criticisms to it, I am very much enjoying. We are in a good place for this, and I hope that we can continue to do yeah. that. Um, same as the same with the the critical role thing. I saw a lot of people like the, the yeah the, the was it Kotaku that put that article up that was like, hey, here's yeah, the problems was. with that thing, and it was like, yeah, like it can be good and critical role is a, a good series and is well produced and like do the right things but like we can still say things 
about it without it saying you shouldn't watch this or making people feel guilty for watching it. Like, oh yeah, of course, it's yeah. it's it fine to point out that the people that that and it's good. Like the critical role people, like they consulted, um, they had what are they called the people that you like hire to be like, oh, uh, let's make sure we don't insult uh, sensitivity consultants. Yeah, they had like sensitivity consultants, and they did they did the work. But you're still allowed to be critical of the fact that they're setting a yeah. D&D campaign in, like, is it East Asia? Or East something Asia, like something that, like yeah. That. It's like, something like remember. that. And it's still full of a cast of white people playing white characters. Like, yeah, you're yeah. allowed to do that. It's yes. fine. Um, um, yeah. yeah. So that that's, yes, it's interesting. Um, so for my stuff, have you played any of the new Apex season yet? I mean, you can probably no. say more. I okay. So, yeah, I, I think I'm probably taking a break from this season. Sure. Um, because I realised all the stuff came out and I was like, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. And like, I, Witch Queen's going to come out and I'm playing a lot I was of gonna say, 14. Yeah, and like, it, it's you found not... your other games at this point. Yeah. Um, so I played a little bit. I basically spent all of yesterday playing Apex, actually. Um, and I, it's the first time I've played since September, I want to say. Um, so I'm well out of practice. Um, but I, yeah, that, I mean that game is still good like i i don't yeah, particularly course, know what yeah. much more to say about it um but it is i'd forgotten how intimidating it is when you go into a game like that having missed six months worth of game right where like oh sure i yeah. i have never seen ash in person before or she's real good she's yeah real good turns out who's the other person it was ash and then there was somebody else and then maggie uh no ash was ash was the last one ash was it was last season who's before ash Ash before that was Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Okay, so Valkyrie's season was the last season I played. I think then. So I hadn't, so I hadn't seen Ash and I hadn't seen um, uh, Maggie. So so and like there's a bunch of new guns in there and some stuff had changed. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. the rampage and all this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it it it's good. Ram, so, rampage is stu- rampage is stupid good. By the way, yes, it, is. it turns out when I I play a lot of rampart and as somebody who has bonuses for LNGs, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. rampage does does all right. Um, is it yeah? And the new so the new mode in it or the limited time mode uh, for their the start of the season control is like a very a much more traditional like kind of nine on nine domination mode where there's like three points to control and it's like more points and uh, more more points you control more points you get over time and first two it's X wins. control it's in every shirt yeah it's a domination it's, game but it's, it's control and destiny it's the same thing as card yeah. like it's the thing yeah. um but it's nine on nine and it has proper respawns so you're only out of the game for like 15 minute uh, 15 seconds or whatever it is depending on how, how far away the, the next respawn wave is um it's good it's a really good like it's not what that game is but it is a good way to Especially for, like I said, for somebody who's as out of practice as I am, is a good way to get in and shoot a bunch of the guns more than the battle royale mode, where like you can play for an hour, play like six games, and four of them you barely hit the ground before you get stomped. Right, like it's a good way to like get used to the guns again and actually try some stuff that you don't normally don't normally try. It does throw the kind of team play out the window kind of because it's like nine people per team they do separate into yeah. three groups of three but like you don't it's unclear how the powers affect when it's all nine of you so like when bloodhound does their their scan i think that that's shown to all nine people rather than just your three it do yeah i think that's how it's, it's kind of unclear it's kind of chaotic to be honest but like 
it sounded it when they said they were going to do it. Yeah, but like having the, it is really good. The, the um, like watching nine people swarm in on a point, like as reasonably coordinated team, is pretty cool, and it is just complete fucking chaos. It's I don't know, I'm enjoying it, but it's it's it appears to be yeah, limited time. Um, yeah, so that's Apex. Um, so there are the two things I think I've played on my own. Um, I picked up what I think is like the last big not big the last like prominent vr game that i hadn't actually tried yet where i picked up pistol mm. whip because it was on sale um don't even remember which one that is so pistol whip is like what if john wick was a rhythm action game um oh where, that thing right yeah, 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 yeah. okay so sure. you have so you have a gun and you're basically linearly going down uh down a path you don't have active movement but people are coming in from the side and you've got to shoot and reload well not reload but you've got to shoot you don't have to um you get the most points for shooting in time um to the music that's happening uh it looks fucking great it's really cool they've actually done a lot more with um theming of the zones so it's got that kind of like um very polygonal kind of computer inside a computer style look to it but it does do some cool um struct uh design elements where it's like all of the levels are themed around like a movie poster so they've made this movie poster for like oh this is quite clearly john wick and then this is like a old 80s movie and all this kind of stuff but the the areas you're going through are influenced by the story of the, the movie so like this is a warehouse and this is like uh this is um like a chinatown style look and all this kind of stuff. it looks really really cool especially when you're in there um i don't know it's 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 very cool it's it's great fun um it's yeah it's it's a it's a lot it's very it's a lot like if you play on anything except easy like there's a lot happening at once that you have to keep track of and i imagine if you're outside of vr you look like a fucking idiot but oh yeah because you're because you have to because you dodge as well um because if they fire shots off the bullets will hit you on beat as well so you have to be like fucking matrix dodging at the same time you're taking these people out um there's a bunch of extra modes about like there's a bunch of like what they call st- i think they could just call them styles so like normally it's like you have one gun with 15 bullets and you kind of do the um like the time crisis point away thing to reload but there are a bunch of styles in there which is like how about you do it with like a son off shotgun that has two bullets per reload or here's two bullets or here's um like a revolver that has a much longer reload that you need to put individual things in and all that kind of stuff that change up all the levels. So you've got a lot of permutations yeah. about how you're doing all this stuff. And there's a lot of levels in there and a lot of music. Like at the time I've got it now, there's like 25 songs, something like that in there. And they're really, really good. And it's, yeah, it, it's, just, it's a cool thing. It's a very cool, it's a recommendation for VR for sure. Uh, fucking exhausting. Holy shit. Like, see when you start I, playing... I, yeah, it's, yeah, I imagine the, the sort of thing... It's the same thing as, like, playing Beat Saber for a long period of time. Yeah, exactly. Drains you. Uh, and the other thing... I'm just very quickly going to get the name of the studio because I have forgotten. Yeah. So, the... Was it Lunar New Year sale that was on Steam recently? Yeah. Um, and I came across this thing that just looked cool and they had... Um, both of uh, two games two games from the same studio in a bundle and i was like okay this sounds interesting and i want to check this out so it's a studio called a developer called spare parts oasis i I don't know why but that's the name of the developer um so they have this game called not a crawl uh c-r-a-w-l um and this super interesting thing it's like somewhere in between what if uh steel battalion was an escape room 
Uh, what? So are you escaping from mechs? Is that so? No. So basically, you. So it very quickly reveals the story, but you basically get dropped in with like nothing. But basically, you're basically trying to escape from possibly prison. I think is what you're what it is. But you've managed to make your way inside this mech thing without an instruction manual, and you're like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Go. And it's like, okay. It's literally like, they don't give you anything. Like, zero tutorial, nothing. So you just get this big wall of... So it's like a three, it's like 3D and you're moving around with the mouse. But you've got this, like, bank of, like, switches and levers and all of this kind of stuff. And you have to work out how to pilot this thing. Uh, and it's kind of cool. It's very... It's, it's closer to, like, a puzzle game than, like, an action game. But, like... It's a cool, cool thing. Um, and I was playing around with a bit of this. It's super, like, super punishingly difficult. Like, it's one of these games that's like, you're going to die a that Like, there's text on the screen when you start. This is, you're going to yeah. die a lot. And that's part of this game. Don't worry about it, right? And you, you slowly learn, okay, that's where the batteries are. That's how I adjust my fuel. I've got to watch this heat gauge and pull this thing when the heat's like this. Oh, that's that's how you turn on the radar. Here's what the various radar bits mean. Okay, and I'm and I'm slowly working my way through it, and it's like, okay, there's this is pretty interesting. There's stuff here. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then the other game that came in the bundle is a game called A Rogue Escape. Yes, A Rogue Escape, which I looked at and went, oh, this seems like a very kind of. I I liked Not a Crawl. Let's see what this thing is. It is the same game but in VR, <laughs> and <laughs> okay. it is awesome. See in VR, that thing is fucking incredible because you are oh, like, I'm sure, yeah, that works in because you are just yeah. like flicking switches and pulling handles, and it it does the interesting thing as well where because you have two because you have two hands, of course we all have two hands, but because you can have hands on things while you're looking around, you're much much more mobile than you are when you've just got like a single point of um, interaction, which is your mouse. So you can do a lot more stuff, and you end up with like muscle memory for like I know this lever's here and I know to pull this thing and I know to adjust this stuff um I kind of don't want to talk too much about it because there's like there's stuff in that that game goes places like mm. the, the the screen you see on the the, the steam page um especially like it's the same as not crawl like it's almost essentially the same layout as well as not crawl um there's a point in that game where like you realize that the thing you're on is actually a lift and you go to a different part of the mech, like, at one point, oh, and you're wow. like, what okay. the fuck is this thing? Oh my, and it just goes, it's, it's super cool. It's like, you can get both games for like 20 quid, I think, currently in, in a bundle. Um, mm. It's super cool. It's a really, really interesting thing. Um, but apart from that, I, that's, I think, all I've actually, like, new stuff that I've played, like I said, a bunch of Apex. So... The there's two there's two more things I can talk about. Okay. Um, well, let's take a break there, and we'll come back okay, and talk sure. about that because we've not got a huge That's amount of news to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, another thing I've been putting a surprising amount of time in. I think I briefly mentioned it last episode, but I've been playing BPM, the bullets per minute, which is a rhythm yeah, action yeah. first person shooter. Um, and the soundtrack is interesting, right? Because for games like this, like, I think Crypt of the Necrodancer was the first one where you kind of realise this point, but, like, yeah, if the music's not good, and especially if the music's not good because it's a roguelike as well, if the music in that first level does not hold up, 
you very quickly like get sick of that music because you hear it so many so often for sure yeah yeah um but the music in bpm is really good it's not like it's obviously got this kind of like kind of nordic metal themed throughout the whole thing but like the music is not like aggressive metal it's closer to like it like sits somewhere in the triangle between like hades and a yakuza soundtrack and that's a weird blend like like kind of video game and like doom it's like somewhere in the middle of all that kind of stuff so i'm going to do one of the tracks from that it's the track from the first uh yeah let's do the first level one um which is called into asgard um so check the post nordic yeah right and so check the look for uh, check post for links you can pick that up and we'll be back with some more right after this that was into asgard from the bpm bullets per minute soundtrack check the post for links where you can pick that up um i highly recommend you look at that game as well because it's i've been putting more time into it than i thought i would it's very much one of those roguelikes it's like i'll do a couple of runs and it's like oh shit it's been three hours okay um it's very cool um so you had something else to mention as well yeah so there's a couple of things so one people will be expecting me to play lost ark I want. To I play was Lost literally Ark. about to ask about Lost Ark when we were done. Believe here, me, so. I want to play Lost Ark. I physically can't right now. The game will not let me. There is a queue of like sixteen thousand people to get in, and it takes like multiple hours. And don't have not not don't have the time. But like, come on, like it's ridiculous. If they sort that out, I'll play it. It's fine. I will play Lost Ark. I just need them to sort out their servers, and I'll be fine. So the other two, yeah, this sorry. game, this game. I was very confused about this because this game appeared to appear overnight to me. And... Not really. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, that, that game's been out in Korea for a while. This is just the first oh, thing is that it's coming out. To the okay, yeah. I think I heard the name, but like it just kind so of appeared it's been, on. It's been brought. It's been brought over by Amazon. That's the thing. It's... Oh, so they didn't develop it. They've brought it over. They're like, just the publisher don't, over here. Yeah, don't qu- don't quote me on that. I think that's how it works because it has been okay. out in Korea for a while, but right um yeah because yeah i literally i pulled an article for if we're going to talk about news but like lost art becomes the second most played game in steam history after 24 hours yeah yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. so that this verge article says that amazon games has another hit game i thought all the other amazon games were complete bombs you, you the the one other amazon game of new world yeah it's garbage like it's it's total bunk like i don't know why they're saying hit game it was crap like yeah I mean, I was that game. That game was like developed by Amazon Games and stuff like that, and it is a horribly broken MMO. Like, but it, it, is it did take a lot broken and exploitable and all. That it did stuff. take a lot of numbers, though, right? Like but at the start, yeah, it got yeah. Re- it got really popular at the start, but then people found like all the the exploits and like the ways to break it and like all that stuff that meant yeah. you could play it anymore. I think that if game you could... went from that game went from 
in a state of uh, abject deflation where the money meant nothing and everybody was doing stuff based on barter economy and stuff like that. And then they discovered a way of duplicating money to ridiculous inflation where money meant... But there was so much money everywhere that it was like inflating. It was ridiculous. That game is okay. so stupid. I, um, I assume they are going there's a, really, to- there's a really good video. There's a really, really good video by um, Josh Strife Hayes. I will, I'll give it to you and then you yes, can link it in the article. Um, that basically recounts New World from beta to now and all the exploits and everything that everybody was doing and all that stuff it is fascinating that that game was allowed to keep going as much as it was but it's great yeah i will, I will link you that video and you can yeah. put it in the article but yeah it's great um i think i think they're going by just numbers because i think the launch of new world oh yeah new world of, launch it yeah. did numbers yeah it did okay numbers. i think that's what i think that's what they mean but it, it seems like people apparently are i mean if this is a game that's been out for a while, like they've, I assume they've sanded off yes. all the edges, and this game is pretty Lost smooth Ark coming is, out. Yeah, Lost Ark is behaving better than Lost uh, New World did. So, yeah. yeah, Lost Ark has this is I, just, this is from the Verge thing is comfortably past a million concurrent players after twenty four hours, past concurrent records for both Counter Strike Geo and Dota two, which regularly dominates yeah. top of Steam's most played list. Okay, currently experiencing several issues. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna play it, but there is so there are so many people trying to play it, and the server queues are ridiculous. Sure, so I physically can't right now as much that, as I want to. That came out twenty nineteen, huh? Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. interesting. As I said, it's been in Korea for a while, but yeah. Korea and Russia apparently, Korea, China, oh, and Russia go. apparently. Okay, um, um, yeah, no, I, I, I look forward to hearing. I look forward to hearing what that game is because I saw I watched somebody. I watched a little bit of it. It was like this looks like a Diablo ass game. In fact, you know what? I should ask my friends who are Diablo players whether they've they're into it. That sounds I, like I'm a, a Diablo game. player. Like I, but I mean, the I people who, who may have actually got into it, like yeah, may have yeah, actually yeah. had time to get. I, into it. I haven't been able to. Yeah, I haven't been able to Fair play enough. it yet. That's the um, so that was the point, other thing. I was point yeah. one because I was gonna. I was gonna. Yep. I'm just letting people know it's on my radar. Gonna do it. Just fix yep. your fucking servers and let me play the game, and I'll do it. Um, and I very very quickly wanted to to mention the fact that I beat the last Savage oh, yeah. fight in yep. 14, the the final P4S, both parts of it, I've now cleared an entire Final Fantasy 14 Savage tier on curve and what does on curve fucking mean? amazing. On curve means it's the, the current hardest thing you can do in the game. Gotcha. It's from okay. uh, it's from World of Warcraft where there would be an achievement that you would get if you beat a raid while it was the current patch expansion. Oh, okay, good. So like, okay. If you if you beat the raid when that game came out, you got a thing that was like the name of the raid, and it was like called like uh, on the curve or something like that, or whatever it was called. Gotcha. But in World of Warcraft, that was used. The the it's it's a thing that me and my friends use as a joke to each other, where in World of Warcraft, when you were looking up for groups to do raids with you would constantly see the groups get posted and in the bottom, the last sentence would be link curve. And what right. they mean is that you're supposed to whisper the leader of that group the fact that you have that achievement to show that you've cleared the raid on curve. Right. Um, okay. It was fucking ridiculous and it was so funny to hear people say the phrase link curve because it meant nothing to anybody and it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> so we just say link curve to each other all the time. But sure. um, yeah, so I beat I beat Pandemonium Tier 1 on curve and it felt amazing and I didn't fuck it up 
and it was great because the last fight was you have to you have to put in work to do savages like you have to learn the fights and oh stuff yeah, like yeah. That. and like the the fact that i was able i got to p4 i did the work to learn both parts because that fight has two phases to it where you get the boss down to 50 percent and it does a phase change it's a whole other fight you have to learn um I did, but did did the work and stuff like that, and then got to weekly reset, which is when you can do the fights again to get gear. And said to my friends after we'd cleared three, and was like, "Hey, I know I've not cleared four, but I've seen all the mechanics. Like I can do the fight. Mm. I've just not cleared it because I did it with a bunch of people and got to the point where it like it got to hard and rage, where it just like basically goes, "Oh, you spent too long. You're dead, and that's mm. it." But uh, I've seen I've seen in Rage like I can do it if you just let me in your group I can do it which is a big risk for them because when you post sure. parties you post you post them as like a clear party that is like it has a, a lock on it that basically doesn't let people join unless they've cleared the fight so I'm basically asking them to turn that lock off and then anybody could join that party is that so lock just like, implemented by the game like that's not like a yes you, oh, okay. you, you can tick a box to say like duty complete which basically means you can't join this unless you've cleared the fight right um, and that's managed by the game like, like the game knows if you completed it or not and it will block you from yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be like you can't join this party you've not done duty complete gotcha, gotcha. Um, so it was a big risk for them and i was really appreciative because it was like it took us a while because it's still like not a lot of people have cleared that fight um mm. so people are still messing up mechanics here and there but i didn't mess up too badly so i wasn't the root cause so it was <laughs> nice. all fine um yeah, that fight is so fucking cool. It's it's done like the last fight of the tier is like uh it's basically Alucard, it's a big vampire. Mm. But he he has a phase change that becomes like a he becomes very theatrical all of a sudden. Okay. And so the fight is broken into the, the his his main mechanics are called acts one to four, and then curtain call one and two and then finale nice which okay is finale and then curtain call one and two which is really cool because it is like the the stage presentation and it was a really dumb moment where in the middle of the fight one of my friends was like why are there two curtain calls and we all kind of went oh it's an encore like that's why he's doing it twice because it's like he did, he did his curtain call and now he's doing it again and it's the same mechanic twice because it's an encore like he's he's coming back out and doing his second curtain call or like mm. oh that's really funny like it's, it's a cool way of doing like a cool narrative thing in the way of doing mechanics that is like, it's cool. really fun um and yeah like the fight is 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 crazy but it is not it's not undoable it is a fight that is very much if you learn how the fight works you can do it there's mm. not a lot of like weird random mechanics or like random things that will just kill you for no reason or whatever mm-hmm. it's very much if you do it and you regiment it and you learn the things that you have to learn you can clear that fight and it's fine like cool. it's not it's not like three where three has a lot of mechanics that can just wipe you instantly if you don't do it yeah, yeah, for yeah. whatever reason um yeah really really cool and i was super excited and i'm so glad i did it because it is like it's the first time i've been able to do it since coming back to playing 14 and sure. the fact that i was able to do it like around about the same time as all the other savage raiders in the guild meant that like I I know I'm at least on par with those guys and I'm like good that's that's fine I've not <laughs> nice I've not dulled my skills any and it's all good um, nice yeah it was great it was such it was such a, such a fun thing to be able to do 
uh, and it now means I'm free of Final Fantasy fourteen for a bit. So for a little bit, stuff. yeah, exactly. Um, cool. I, I just basically have to log in on Tuesdays and do the the reclear fights, and then that's it. I can I can ignore fourteen for a bit, which Sweet. is really good considering Witch Queen comes out in like a week. Yeah, I was getting, you just so, move from one insane I grind game to another one. Yeah, I, I sidle from one MMO into the other MMO and uh, the other worse MMO and do yes. that for a bit, and that'll be fun. Cool. Um, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're free for a little bit. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm free from fourteen for a bit. Uh, cool. So there's a little bit of news um, that we should talk about. Uh, I mean, the big one last time. Obviously, we talked about the 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 Activision acquire, which yep. kind of ate a lot of the air in the room in regards to other news but some other stuff happened in between um so yeah we we talked about lost ark but yeah that game lot like blew away steam yep. um mm-hmm. steam history within the first so, four hours so good you can't play it it's, it's so good you can't uh, play it exactly it's the final yeah. fantasy 14 of diablo games yeah they're like sure. that's the, we, were, we were making jokes about I, that on the in the guild chat where we were like yeah nobody can play Lost Ark and we were all like yeah maybe they should just stop selling it for a bit yeah, and maybe. then we realise it's a free to play game and you can't so. oh, actually yeah sorry speaking of weird games I think we completely glossed over that we never did you started playing Sekiro? yeah why? because like my friend who's like a big FromSoft head was like watching me play Sifu and he was able to draw the connection between Sekiro and stuff like that and he was like, if you like this, you should b- maybe try Sekiro, because it's not like the other Dark Souls stuff. So he like came around my house and we started Sekiro. And I was like, oh, this isn't actually like Dark Souls. It's actually got a degree of like precision and actual combat to it, and not just fucking fat rolling everywhere. Like, there's actual combat to this. How, how are you finding it? It's good. Okay. Yeah, Sekiro's good. Like, it's a good game. I'm going to play more of it today, probably. But it's, it seems solid. Like... I don't know. It's it's a FromSoft game that I gel with, which is surprising. But yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's weird you should say that because there has been this thing at the back of my head going, I kind of want to try Bloodborne because I know You'll fucking hate it. I You'll know. Hate it. I probably hate will. It. You're probably right, but there's something about that game where seeing that because there was a lot of footage of the the Bloodborne PCX PSX yeah, yeah, yeah. D the the uh, D yeah um. And it was just like, I know this game really well up to the Cleric Beast just by existing on the internet. Uh, oh, sorry, actually really kind of up to Gascoigne. After that, I have no idea what the fuck that game is. And the demake ends, or I, I watched somebody play like, what happens when you finish the demake, which I think goes up to Gascoigne. And it's like, oh, this is, what the fuck? Like, they, they allude to some of the stuff that happens later. And you're like, what this is, what is happening? I kind of yeah. wanted to see what that thing is. I may end up just watching a playthrough or something like that, but yeah, sure. It, the 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 idea that everyone says that you Bloodborne is different enough from the Souls games where you have to be aggressive, like there's no hi, there's no turtling behind shields. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that's it's, enough. It's a lot more. Their 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 red health thing is is interesting in Bloodborne because it means you can't just dodge roll and do all that stuff. But it is still Dark Souls combat, which is kind of oh, garbage. Yeah. Like you'll hate it. Like trust probably you'll hate it. You try probably. it by all means. Yeah, I do want to try it. it. But it's also kind of difficult um, to try because it's only on PlayStation, and yeah. you kind of have to buy uh, it. And I don't feel like playing oh, that thing over PlayStation now because the latency might be. There you know. was one thing that I forgot to bring up when I was talking about Sifu. Mm. Uh, Please, when I was talking about, hey, these dudes have played, uh, watched a lot of movies. Yeah, they literally do the one shot 
uh, corridor scene from Old Boy. I saw like, this. Yeah, just, I saw something. They just this. fucking do it. Like it's just that because we di- I, when I was playing it, I walked through the door and your the camera's obviously behind the character mm. and saw down the hallway and saw all the guys and I was playing it with my Final Fantasy people and they were all like, "Oh, it's the thing from Old Boy." Mm. And as I walked forward, one of them was like, "I wonder if they'll change the camera." And yeah, the camera swings out and nice. does the actual corridor the horizontal yeah. camera thing. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's like. Ah, okay, yeah, sure, that's really cool, and it's really cinematic, I get the joke, like, I yeah. understand what's going on. But yeah, they are wholly dedicated to, hey, do you remember this bit from this movie? And it's, yeah, yeah. it's it works, it, it does, works really well. It does, I mean, again, this is just because this is what's in my brain right now, it really does seem like that game is, to action movies, what cyberpunk is to 80 cyberpunk. Like, it, it does, it's trying to emulate a specific thing, not the genre as a whole. Yeah, like it's it, trying it, to do this point in time yeah. or these specific things. That, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like if you look at if you look at twenty seventy seven, taking in all of cyberpunk as of twenty twenty, it it's not great. But if you see it as a emulation of eighties cyberpunk, it's fucking spot on. Like it, it's very yeah, much course, about yeah. the context of, of of what they're trying to do. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, news stuff. Um, the weird fucking one two punch of hey, we finally have a release date for Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which is April? 5th of April. Um, April finally, the, April. the long and beleaguered in development, like, because it, like, it's got all nine movies in it, it's like the final Lego Star Wars, like here's everything, including all the new, the new saga and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it got announced like 2018, I want to say. Um, or the first trailer appeared 2018 at an E3 and then they finally came out so yeah so they announced that hey we have finally have a release date 5th of April and then like an hour later uh, Polygon drops an article headlined Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga has led to extensive crunch at TT Games the long time Lego game studio has spent almost yeah. 5 years on its latest project um, which has started in 2017 they started developing it um it's sad that we're at this point where you read through it and it's like, oh, it's another one of these where it's like, here's like technically optional overtime and technically optional crunch. But like, if you're not there, you're really not holding up the tea. Like all the stuff yeah, we've yeah, heard yeah. time and time again. The usual like, shit. But yeah. yeah. But this is from like, it, it's interesting as well because a lot of the, the, the stories we've heard are like from... Uh, American studios or French studios in the ca- case of Ubisoft I mean Ubisoft are everywhere but specifically like they're this is like an exclusively British studio and you're like it's the same fucking problems because a lot of the things that you get with yeah. like especially when this happens in like US studios like US employment law is uh, I believe the technical term is fucked so yeah. You can see how, yeah. yeah. So you can see how a lot of these things kind of happen, where it's like it's at will employment. You can be fired for whatever you need, for whatever reason, blah blah blah. blah. But when you hear it, when you like, we know British employment law much better, at least, and you're like, oh yeah, all the same shit still happens. It's still all yeah. like, just yeah, it's a nightmare. So the article's uh, linked in there, but it's like, goddamn, it's just it's so exhausting to have another one of these things um, come through. Um, and it, the one that comes through, uh, on top of like the horrendous, like just abuse stuff, um, the technical stuff in there is actually really 
demoralizing as a software development as well, which is like, um, I wish I could find the quote in here. But basically, they, the original plan was to use Unreal Engine for this game. Um, right. Because, you know, um, they had a lot of problems. Because it's, it's a video game. Because it's a video game, right? Um, but they talked about... Let's see if I can just do a control F for engine. Yeah. So, they... Yeah, they've been pushing... So the studio... So this is from the, the Polygon article. Sources tell Polygon that employees inside the studio had been pushing hard for t- for uh, TT games to switch to Unreal Engine, with a small group even recreating a LEGO Star Wars test in the software, which was received internally well by those who saw it, according to both current and former staff. But management decided to continue developing the project on NTT, which is their... Their internal... Own thing. internal... Like, next, tel- uh, next TT, I think is what it was called in an attempt to avoid paying engine licensing costs. Lego games often ship on a large number of platforms, and each of those add to the expense. This was despite warnings about some of the problems NTT might cause. Um, and it's interesting, right? It's it's one of those things which is like, it is easier to hire a bunch of developers in when you say, hey, we use Unreal. And you're like, cool, I've used yeah. Unreal on X projects before. Um, but they were determined to use this new engine um, to avoid licensing costs. Which is wild when you're a game like this that wants to launch on as many platforms as they do. Like, yeah. multi-platforms is not an easy thing, and you want to use something that has done that largely for you. That's very undercutting the problems, but like, you know, it's a good leg up to do that stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So it's that kind of stuff as well, like management making these kind of decisions that the entire company basically say is probably a bad idea and has proven that you don't need to do but you know somebody somewhere invested in something and so that's where you are um and then it was a bad slash good slash weird week for video game nfts as well uh, over the past couple of weeks where it was like oh it was wild i fucking hate talking about nfts man i know it sucks but there's a little bit of hope in here that we'll, we'll come to um so follow on from where we talked about Ubisoft implementing NFTs into their uh, into Wildland? No, not Wildlands. What was the sequel? Ghost Recon. Uh... The second Ghost Recon Wildlands game. Uh... Breakpoint. Break Breakpoint. Breakpoint. Thank you. They added NFTs in there, um, and I think uh, we pointed an article where they interviewed a bunch of people who bought them. And they were like, nobody knows that I got my special gun because it's got a serial number on it that nobody can see and I'm not getting the same course. And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, cool, okay. So they're useless. Cool, got you. Um, And then this is the one that... So there's been a lot of internal stuff inside Ubisoft that were like, yeah, we told... We we said multiple times nobody's going to like this. We don't like it. We're against it. And management still plowed ahead. So you you come to this interesting point where you're like, okay... Nobody inside the studio, none of the developers inside the studio like it, or none of the technical staff on the, the studio like it. The consumers don't like it and are not getting a lot of use out of it. So what do, what does marketing do? Um, and instead what they do is say, gamers are wrong, which is a thing that's never, yeah. ever happened before in a way that's gone well. Um, this is from the, the Polygon article. Uh Ubisoft's executive in charge of the company's new and generally despised NFT endeavor said in an interview uh, with Bloomberg? No. No. Finder, which is an Australian outlet, it seems. Um, that Ubisoft is, quote, accustomed to, end quote, such immediately negative responses, which is very funny that that's the quote <laughs> that they need to get. 
is accustomed to such immediately negative responses and said that video game fans, quote, don't get what a digital secondary market can bring them, end quote. Mm. Um, yeah, because it's for the consumers, right? Like, yeah, exactly. But just the idea that... I'm trying to see, there's a, there a particular quote in here that, like... Um, maybe it wasn't here, but it was like... There's there's so many things in that one sentence that is just like wild. Like putting the NFT stuff to one side, if you're rolling out a feature or a product or anything, and your consumers go no thank you, and your response says oh they just don't understand, that's your fault. <laughs> it is your fault that you have not sold them. Here's why this thing is good, right? Like that is <laughs> that is a that is a marketing and business failure you cannot sit there and go like they just don't understand um yeah it reminds me a lot of the um which one of the nba whichever nba game came out with the the last gen of consoles where it was like this game is bad and very difficult to do all this kind of stuff and then they put out their statement on launch day saying we know this game's broken but it is actually really good. You just don't know how to play it yet. So we're going to give you a bunch of tutorials. And it's just like, no, you fucked up. Your you game's bad. Yeah, You're, It's bad. You haven't taught people how to use it. And in the same thing, you have not told people why this is good or given a good enough reason why this thing is good. Yeah, um, why this is a benefit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, quote, the end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell the items once they're finished with them or that they're finished playing the game itself. Uh, provide the players the ability to personalize their experience and complete their missions with style. Uh, we no. sell it to who? Exactly. Nobody's playing Breakpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is another quote. Um, At no point will we force our players to use Quartz. Quartz is the name of their, their NFT system. No, mm. At no point will we force our players to use Quartz and, and Digits. Oh, sorry. Quartz is the, Quartz is the program... Digits is what they call their individual NFTs, I think is the way that works. Uh, We will not force players to use Quartz and Digits. We just inform them that there is a new system that can provide them with a higher value than the existing ones. (laughs) It's like, no! Like, fucking no! Oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah, I just thought it was wild that they're they just came out and was like you just don't understand gamers just don't understand you, you how, don't why this thing is. They just you just don't get, don't get it. it they're just yeah. they're all just fucking just dumb it. they just don't understand the, to be fair though that is that is kind of like the <sighs> not the default line but one of the many lines that like nft wankers will say mm. when they double down on nfts they're like oh man you just don't understand they're like no we do we do understand it's just that you've you've deluded yourself into thinking that it's positive when yeah. we know it's a scam like, like we, un- we understand that they're complex but like once you break away if, once you break down some of the complexity it's it's a, it's a yeah it's a program that it's a pyra- it's a pyramid scheme <laughs> has a vaguely triangular nature to it yeah um yeah yeah you can't say it's a pyramid scheme because then you get sued by people but you can say oh that, no sorry yes you can, you can say, say that the, the structure of the organization somewhat has three sides is he is he, <laughs> is he top is he top down structure that is the is a top down structure where the top is very thin and it, the, nfts have a flared yeah. base a flared um, base yeah. they got that <laughs> thick ass <laughs> ready to shove directly up your arse yeah um exactly. yeah and then so then the latest one that just the time scale between announcement and back backpedal has just got shorter and shorter every time some company tries to yeah, every time yeah, some yeah, games yeah. company tries to do this 
Um, but we have a new record um, from Team 17 who announced... Oh, God, the worms. I forgot about the worms. Who announced yeah. Meta Worms. Yeah. Whew. So, um, God, are you ready for a bunch of jargon? This is again from the Polygon article. Uh, the yep. company, which is one of the largest video game publishers in the UK, has announced that it's partnered with the reality gaming group, a digital asset trading platform based in the UK, to create wait a minute to create NFT collectibles based on the long running artillery tactics series. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that what Worms says okay. Yeah, I know. I, I, like it's artillery accurate. tactics series. It's is... accurate, but I've never seen it described like that. Never, yeah, I've never I've never heard that before. But okay. Um. Cool. But, 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 Non-fungible tokens described as uh, dubbed MetaWorm, describing them as unique generative artwork that will encompass content from the 26-year history of the beloved Worms franchise. Franchise. Ah! T- oh, this is me. great. Team 17 emphasized that the MetaWorms would be high quality. The fuck <laughs> does that mean? What are you... You're not really, selling it... It's hard. really good JPEGs, dude. Yeah, really like, good. it's like, really hard to be a, have a high-quality thing that you're selling when you're not selling anything. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So basically, they announced um, this was happening, and then again from the Polygon article, Team 17's announcement has incurred significant backlash from fans of the series. In addition, Agro Crab, Ga- Agro Crab Games, developers of 2020's Going Under, released a statement on Twitter condemning Team 17's decision and stating it will no longer be working with the publisher on any future titles. Platonic yep. Games, which published uh, its previous titles, Ukulele. Uh, through t- Team 17 also released a statement today strongly expressing lack of interest in NFTs and that the company does not endorse the use of NFTs in the wor- in the wider world. Um, also, uh, there was something else as well. There was like, like three or four different people who have been published um, by Team 17 put out statements that were like, nah, son, we're not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, nope. I also really like that this has now become the de facto thing where if you want to do one of these, you do this thing with just text and a yellow background. I don't know why, but like both yeah. the Platonic and the Agro Crab ones are both text and a yellow background, which is very funny. Um, so this what this article came out on February first at about half past four, and then that oh this was the update okay and then about an hour later an unusual release forwarded to polygon team 17 and it's the end of the metaworms nft project quote we have listened to our teamsters also they call them teamsters and teamsters, i fucking yeah. hate that teamsters development partners and our games communities and the concerns they've expressed and therefore decision taking the decision to step back from the nft space um good yeah totally great excellent like they're gonna keep trying they're gonna keep trying of course they are. Um, like the 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 inevitability of this is uh, is is plain to see. But you can keep fighting it. Like it's not. Yeah, you can show not over. Yeah, I I I stuck this on Twitter uh, or I retweeted this recently. But there was. Uh, did you see the thing about uh, the quote from Platinum? I think it's yeah, it's Platinum Games that they basically they get interviewed or studio heads get interviewed and said like, oh yeah, our next game is going to be a live service game yeah they're gonna, because yeah. because we're moving with the way the industry is going and you're like i want to know how many of the developer side of that was involved in that decision right because yeah, yeah. the industry is moving in that way because it's easier to monetize not because you can do more cool game shit with it right and yeah. i don't go to platinum for platinum like, shouldn't make live service games i don't they're know not, like they could right for. they could make a really good 
life set. They could do it, right? They are a talented studio. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. But they yeah, could yeah. do it. But it is. It's literally the. It's the. It's the description of it being like, well, that's the way the industry's moving, so we need to go there. And it's like, no, yeah. the industry's not moving there because like that's what it, it, that's what gamers want. It's like that is what that's because that's an easy way for you to monetize your game for longer that's periods of time. That's what the business of the game yeah. industry wants. Exactly. Like it, it's also the same as like the um, I can't remember which studio it was, but like a couple of years ago, they were like, yeah, nobody plays. It was EA, I think it was, single, right? It was like single player games. Yeah, yeah. no, they play single player games, and then that year, like Uncharted Four came out and blew the doors off the yeah. charts, right? And it's like, no, they do. It's just business doesn't because it's a massive investment that's slightly more risky, you know. Yeah, um, it's wild. It's really, really wild. Um, so yeah, and the other real downside to you doing shit like this and putting yourself out there is stuff like what happened when Eurogamer decided to follow up on the NFT stuff inside Team 17, where they do a massive um, insider article on how fucking terrible it is to work for Team 17 right now. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll link the, the article will be in the post as well, but like um, this is from the Eurogamer article. Team 17 staff past and present confirmed that the company has recently been shedding team members as many are fed up by low, low, salary, low salaries, long hours, and concerns about HR and upper management. Their Glassdoor page paints a similar picture with many one-star reviews over the past six months and a further flurry after last week's... This is the referring to the NFT stuff. Um, yeah. Um, and lots of stuff like... It seems weird as well because they're based in... Oh, God, where are they based? Nottingham, right? Something like that, yeah. But there's a lot of stuff in here is like, yeah, like they have people on they have employees that have second jobs and you're like you're a software firm like what the fuck are you doing um yeah and again stuff in there that we've seen before about like trying to expand too quickly and over time qa specifically got fucking hammered by this stuff like qa once again seem like they're just they are they're in Wakefield, which is just outside Leeds. Yeah, there's two. There's there's one in Wakefield and one in Nottingham. There's two two studios. Not studios, outlets. Um Yeah, so the this again from the, the Eurogame article. QA team members I spoke to variously described the pay as low or terrible with around a sixteen K current base rate or a nineteen K for a senior role. Which Jesus, what? Yeah. Like Fucking hell, what's Yeah, like you're that is like I'm trying to even remember now. That is, I think I'm, tr- I think I'm correct here, but that is less than what I got as my first graduate software position. Yeah, and they're talking also less than what I got for my graduate lab job. Like, yeah, and that's a, that's a that's a senior QA role. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and still, several people I spoke to who had recently departed the company said they had stepped into an equivalent role at a similar studio for around 10k more in pay. Like sure, just, yeah. like it's it's wild. Um, so yeah, that'll be uh, you should read that article as well. Um, so yeah, like as these companies continue to poke their heads above the parapet to announce NFT stuff, they just get completely machine gunned by like, yo, this is bad. Yo, you should yeah. not like. And then also on top of that, it says, oh, by the way, also our studio is entirely fucked, and here's why. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's really really wild. Um, stop. We're there's going to be more of this. Like, if I was to be, if I was of to be, of course there is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, stuff, spe- but... specifically the studio stuff, but also like the NFT stuff is going to continue this year. They're going to continue to do it until 
people stop complaining. And the problem is that we're like the software nature of, of games um, gives people a leg up to be like, yeah, we actually do understand what the fuck's going on and fuck this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully people continue to beat this stuff back because if, if, the, if the plan is to just wear people out where people stop um, complaining, yeah, then that's a bad thing. So um, FTs are the fucking worst. Holy shit. Yes. Um, so what we got um destiny will be out when this comes out right day this comes out no, it's tuesday week, week week after week after Dime, wait a second yeah. mystery this is the 15th ah, next yeah. week's the epilogue Sorry. yeah all oh, right okay so next week is the epilogue to the season of the show right the season right. of something can't remember what it is gotcha but um yeah, yeah 18 so it starts on the 22nd right 18th is horizon 22nd is the witch queen um, Elden Ring's 25th so we'll at least have them to talk about um, I'll be picking up, I mean unless the reviews are terrible I'll be picking up Horizon yep. uh, or the PS5 version of Horizon at least um, what the fuck is Monarch and why do I know that name I don't, never mind Monarch. it's not a thing I thought it was, never mind um, and then of course everyone's looking forward to the 25th where Atelier Sophie 2, the alchemist of the mysterious dream comes out the there that are people game? that like the Atelier games. Oh, is that a thing? Sure. I have never heard of this game. There is, it's a series, yeah. Atelier Sophie? Sophie? Koi Tecmo. Okay, sure. Fine. Cool. But yeah, that's... Um, yeah, that's that. Oh, there was also... The, oh, yep. Sorry, there was... I knew there was something else um, that we should have talked about. The Nintendo Directs. <laughs> Um, oh, that's that not a lot to say about that. That's... There's not a lot to say except for, well, okay, a couple of things. Um, no Man's Sky is coming to that to Switch in the summer. Yeah, good idea. Um, I don't believe them. <laughs> is the short answer like I don't? I'll, I'll be I'll be fascinated to see how it runs. But yeah, it's a it's an interesting idea. Like having that thing wherever you are is a cool. Totally, idea. It, it's yeah, and because again, because it's procedural, like it doesn't need the internet connection theoretically, so you can yeah. just do that anywhere. I just don't. Yep believe that it's going to run like at this point yeah i i find it hard to believe how it's going to run but oh yeah and mario strikers is not a game i will pick up but i did enjoy seeing that game because i played a lot of that original game on the wii yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which i thought was quite cool um what was the other thing oh yeah well a lot we'll, a lot of remasters of 90s jrpgs yeah it was a lot Nintendo of that and um, the kingdom hearts collection comes out but it's a cloud collection so it requires like it's yes. streaming from the clouds yeah, fucking sure. Why not? Um, I get. I under. I can understand that for three. I don't get why Kingdom Hearts One can't run on a Switch, but it's right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are you ready for more Nintendo Switch Sports? Like, I yeah, understand. Actually, yeah, sure. Yeah, That's... I understand the problem with that because I was like, I would just call that Wii Sports Two, but that doesn't make any sense. But I get it. Oh, you can't call it Wii Sports Two. It's yeah. definitely is definitely a new Wii Sports game though, and um, with. Hey, how many variations of tennis do you like where you've got... Yeah, do you uh, want tennis or do you want shuttlecock tennis or do you want the tennis that you play with the big ball with your hands? Yeah. Or, or do you want yeah. ground tennis where you one? kick it with your ground feet? Ground tennis, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, green tennis, which is golf, which is coming in DLC later. <laughs> yes. Like ground tennis. Yes. Um, stick tennis. Stick is. tennis, yeah. Club tennis. Um, sure. Uh, triangle strategy, you're into that, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that game comes out soon, and they put out that demo after that Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that Nintendo Direct, and I played it, and there's, like, 
two bits of combat in three chapters and a lot of writing and oh. I I need to I need to hang on I wrote this somewhere I need to write this where what was it I said because the dialogue is not um great uh the writing the writing and conversations between characters this is what I wrote to my friend uh, yep. in our group chat the writing and conversation between characters drip of people who think they've read a lot of fantasy novels but have actually just read the first half of the first Lord of the Rings book. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. It's 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 very, very early Game of Thrones. It's slow and there's a lot of chat between characters that doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. And it's real, yeah, it's a struggle. Like, it, makes me, <laughs> it, it actively makes me not want to play that game immediately because there's a lot of it. I think the combat's really cool. The tactical combat and stuff is really interesting and it looks amazing and the yep. music's really good and stuff like that. But fuck, there's so much writing. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. And that's going to be slow. That is going to be a slow-ass game. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. That's March. And then there's Mouthful Mode where... <laughs> God, I don't want to talk about Mouthful Mode. Kirby. I spent a week talking about Mouthful Mode already. I don't want to... <laughs> Is moments like that, like the hour or couple of hours after that direct, like Twitter was a joy for like yeah, two hours. Where it was just like, yo, Kirby can swallow entire cars whole. Uh, yeah. And they called it mouthful mode. Like, I'm now looking at the official video that they put up on the Nintendo, um, the official Nintendo YouTube channel with the trailer on it, which is Kirby yeah, and yeah. the Forgotten Land hyphen mouthful mode reveal. Mouthful mode yeah. is just like yo Kirby can swallow big things, which is like of course he can. If like, you thought, if you thought, well he can't. He doesn't actually swallow them. No, he you're just right. sort of hug, hugs them with his mouth. Like that's the <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it it is. Oh, God, that I've spent a week on various Discord servers with people making terrible gifts. Mouthful mode jokes. And yeah, yeah. It's it's some excellent. of them are really good, but some of them are awful. And, what was that? Yeah. You sent me one that I fucking lost my shit. It was one. Oh, the Among Us one. The, yeah, yeah. The, the Among Us one, one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, just a lot of yeah. God, so much shit that I just I, I, I can't I, wait to see what the internet does with it more. But fuck I don't me, particularly so care much. a lot about that game. I'm probably not going to play it. But man, making Twitter beautiful for two hours was well worth what that game did to my fucking psyche. Yeah. Um, and also... Somebody modded a, somebody modded a Mario Kart mouthful mode into yeah, Mario Kart. I saw they put that card yeah. into the, the car into Mario Kart. Um, also, people are now getting uh, Steam Deck review Steam units, yeah. um, which will be interesting. Um, there was a great Twitter thread, I think I sent you, or I think I sent somebody, I can't remember, of like, here's the Steam Deck next to like a bunch of different consoles. And I quite liked it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here's it next to a Game Gear, which is... I thought it was very funny. Uh, yeah, that thing's fucking big. That thing it's is big. really large. I like the idea that there is this this brand new technology and you're getting it purely to read visual novels on. Like that's There's a collection of games that I don't want to play sitting in front of my uh, my PC. Um, like stuff like Griftlands. Like I wanted to play a lot more Griftlands than I did, but like... You just don't want to play it in front of I'm not going to play it in front of it. Oh, that's of fine. A, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll finally get to play Danganronpa. Um, stuff like that, like you know, um, nine nine nine. The nine 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 series is out in PC now as well, right? Uh, the Zero Escape games. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Out. Yeah. Um, also something that I've wanted to play, but there are too yeah. many games to play right now. There's a lot, so yeah. And also, like the, the other side effect of that, that I was thinking actually is I can probably finally replace my um 
I, this is completely unconfirmed and I need to check. I assume this will be part of the reviews, but I assume that the Steam Deck is a, a home streaming target for Steam as well. So I can finally oh, repl- boy. I so I can so, replace yeah. my uh what the fuck is it even called? Link, Steam Link, which hopefully will be able to output 4K now because the Steam Link doesn't. So maybe I can do higher res stuff. Who the fuck knows? Um but yeah, I, I am excited to see what the reviews of that thing are like. But like everything coming out of it seems like it does the job so far. So so we will see. Um, but this is uh, what we've got coming up. Uh, we want to do a bunch of videos on various things. Sifu. Um, I want to do some potion craft because I want to show you that thing. Uh, and there was something else that I can't remember. I can't remember. But we'll we'll get we'll get them done soon. Um, and yeah, next next podcast for sure we'll be talking about horizon and witch queen i was about to say the lich king but that's a different game no that's the that's the other mmo it's the other mmo um, um yes it's, which, it's witch queen yeah so um is the name of the website we can find all our videos articles and podcasts we are on youtube.com slash start if you subscribe there we get notified we put the videos we have talked about up there we are on facebook and twitter if you search game start find us there podcast at gameinstart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch and that's us. Enjoy whatever you're playing. Stay safe. And we will see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye.